Give me a, like a clap or something so I can sync these up. There we go. So, if all of y'all saw uh, the last episode, uh, was it 530? 20. Yeah, that was close. Closer than usual. Um, huh? Closer than usual, yeah. You'll know that we were talking about a cleaver that was found in the uh, in Germany. France. I mean, France, during because of World War II, hence why I went automatically to Germany. We were wondering how it, it got back to the butcher shop. Well, that's a fictional story. As far as we know. Uh, well, here's the story. As, as you know. Yeah. Well, here's the, uh, here's the cleaver that it was about. The actual cleaver. The actual cleaver. The actual cursed cleaver. Yes. I got this off of eBay. One of our Patreons picked it up for us. And, uh. Like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. It's. I'm going to be like, pass out on the floor, find next week somebody likes and subscribes the video. Yeah, I know, right? Like, this shit works. It will. Who the hell say it? It will. I, I used to say it all the time. It used to be part of the end, but I just stopped doing it. So. Because it's annoying. Yeah, very. It's not very well packed. And just so y'all can see, there is a massive hole in the side of the. Box. And no, I did not put it there. You tried to escape. Apparently. Back to the butcher shop. So, the story I was given on this, the actual cleaver, <laughs> never get it out of the wrapping. which I have never touched it with my hand other through. It's actually in a Ziploc bag. It is in a Ziploc baggie. Maintain that first freshness. Yes. I'm trying to realign it here. It's. Oh, I got my wrong glasses on, so I'm having trouble seeing this little camera. So here is the real deal. I mean, and it's it is actually pretty old. I mean, the end unscrews. Got to keep your matches and stuff. Yeah. Keep them safe. No, it unscrews, and then this would all come off if you needed of hooks in there. Yeah, if you needed to clean it, uh, it's it's pretty beat up. I mean, the I guess the chrome or whatever, or the nickel plating that was on it at one point in time is coming off on both sides, and on the pommel. You see that restoration guy? I know, right? Especially by the time, by, especially as you watch it, we should be able to do it ourselves. I probably could if oh, I need some bucket. I, a if I wanted to take the time, but um, one of those wheels. Yeah, but you dremel it off of there. I have a dremel. It take me a very long time to do this, though. Man, the restoration video is like three hours long. Yeah, so it was found, and now the sun comes out again. Yeah, it was found in a. Abandoned town in Arizona. 
the gentleman apparently is a junker or a urbex person. He's, he seems a little older, so I don't think he's really urbex. But <laughs> the old school urbex. Yeah, just breaking and entering. But um, allegedly, he no he he talked to the man who owned the the land that it, mm-hmm. this abandoned town is on. Ken uh, Messenger. The what? Ken Messenger. Yeah, the dude who owned this had passed away in his house so many year ago, and the family didn't know. And when they finally went, uh, there was chunks of the guy all over the place because of coyotes and stuff like that. Supposedly, it wasn't the guy not not the guy who picked this up, but the family found him. In the previous owner. Yeah, found the, the previous, previous, pre- previous, previous owner. Yeah, found the previous, the original owner, um, all over the house uh, due to coyotes and the like, supposedly. Uh, but he found it and he, quote, rescued it and brought it home. And he set it up as a piece of interest on his shelf of interesting things, I guess. He also has a shop. And he's the reason why he says it's cursed is so because every time he would set it up, he would come in the next day. Sorry. He would come in the next day and it would have fallen over. And if he kept it falling over, it would be on the other side, supposedly. So he says it moves around. Um I've never heard anything with it being in the box, wrapped up and everything. It was a giant hole cut out. Well, it, it, well, that's because of terrible packaging. That's from it just slamming into the box. Yeah, slamming into the box. But, um, so, I mean, it's heavy. This thing weighs about, I'd say about two, three pounds easy. Um, it's not sharp, but you can feel it had an edge at one point in time, and this... This sucker can probably go right through a good leg of lamb or something with a couple of hits. Probably has. Probably has, uh, which is probably why this is all missing and these stains on it and everything. Um, it is fairly creepy, uh, but I don't I don't know if it's cursed. But that was the story the gentleman who sold it to me for. Um, I didn't spend a lot of money on it because. But uh, I like weapons of mass destruction, of silent mass destruction. You hit somebody with that, it ain't going to be silent. Well, no, not when you hit them, but, you know, you got to be up close and personal to do it. So, but, uh, yeah, it's a neat little piece, and I'm going to get a display kit for it. Just in case, don't set it up on a shelf. Well, no, I'm going to get a display. Especially a shelf you could walk under. Yeah, Yeah, I know, right? Um, I'm going to get a display case for it, uh, for when I get my, uh, shell, my wall of interesting things, uh, finished. And this will, this will, this will be sitting in it, but uh, it was a kind of neat story. Well, you need to send it out somewhere like overnight and see if it moves. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that now. I don't have anywhere I want to put it right now. You set it up against the wall, against the counter there. Yeah, but. If I set it against, well then, yeah, it'll definitely fall because I have no way of keeping it from sliding anywhere. So I'm put not. A, put the coffee can in front of it. 
No, I use the coffee cans. They have coffee in them. Yes, but it'll hold it up. It'll hold up right, and then if you come in and the coffee cans moved, you'll know something weird happened. Or the coffee can moved. Maybe the coffee cans cursed. We do another episode. It's cursed with caffeine. Actually, no. I have a couple ideas for some other episodes. So, uh, well, I hope so. I, I do, and they're they're, they're they're personal experiences, so they're gonna be real fun. Part of your job. Yeah, well. So yeah, so here's the cleaver that that story is kind of about. Loosely based on. Yeah, loosely based on. Uh, it's it, it is the actual cleaver. It is supposedly cursed. It is. It was found in an abandoned town. It wasn't a French one, but uh, I don't know what the guy's nationality was, so who knows. The guy who sold it to me is uh, Southern, but um, I don't know about the, the rest of it. But uh, yeah, it is, a, it is something different. And I, I don't know if I want to get it sharpened and use it. Maybe you should let it sit around a little while before deciding whether or not to sharpen it. Well, I'm just thinking. I'm I'm really thinking of just leaving it like it is, because I think it has a certain je ne sais quoi about it. The fuck that means. And the last thoughts that went through Larry's head was I shouldn't have got that sharpened. Nah, the last thoughts that went through my head were why did I spend that kind of why did I spend that money on this? But uh, yeah, I like it. It's got some massive heft. I could probably hack it into the table, but then a uh, cleaver will appear out of nowhere and fall into Chris's head. And we don't need well, that. Chris will appear out of nowhere. I want to know what the fuck you're doing to our table. It's my table. I bought it. Well, not if you're using a cleaver on it. Then no, it's well, yeah. Her table. There you go. The cleaver. Hey. Hey. Cue dark matters music. <laughs>